Did you miss the headline and the top story of the day? Extra, extra, read all about it. Don't worry, because we got you covered. This is how we do It's the Cattles and Rami. Top spot. Hour number four. Final hour of the show today on this Thursday. Uh, coming up in about 30 minutes, we will have a significant Cattles and Rami announcement. That's coming up in about 30 but uh, first, let's get to the top story, Rami. Let's let's, let's start national. The stop the, the uh, top story today in sports is James Harden. And if you're just jumping into your car, if you don't follow along on Twitter, if you're not listening to the radio or watching TV when you're at work, I'm here to tell you that James Harden has opted into his contract with the 76ers. His one year that's left, he has opted into that $35.6 million deal which might lead you to believe that he's going to be a 76er. Uh-uh. Not the case. James is actually opting into this deal so he can be traded. So he can be traded from Philly to where? Well, reports, three teams have been mentioned. Clippers and Knicks, Adrian Wojnarowski brought those two teams up. Shams agrees. Shams Sharania agrees with the Clippers, Rami. But Shams also threw Miami out there. Uh, let's mix it up a little bit. Which team do you think would be best served by James Harden being a part of their roster? Would it be New York? Would it be Miami? Or would it be the Clippers? I want. I mean, if we're just talking about basketball fit, I think I think Miami is a place where they need a a high volume scorer to play alongside Jimmy Butler, so he can he can he can use the energy he uses on the defensive side of the ball and maybe not fizzle out the way that we saw him fizzle out near the end of the playoffs and and in the finals this year. But Nick, I don't I don't know that James Harden is a championship fit anywhere. I just don't trust a guy to to be to enough to to rely on him heavily to go out and win a championship. The Clippers make some sense if you don't have to trade Kawhi or Paul George in the process because then he goes down the pecking order in terms of his importance to you winning a championship and how much you have to rely on him. To me, those two make the most sense, Miami and the Clippers. Here's what's fascinating to me about the Miami possibility. His personality. Does James Harden's personality scream to you, quote-unquote, heat culture? Does it scream to you, Jimmy Butler, right? He's he's almost the anti-heat culture guy. Heat culture is about getting everything out of your talent. Taking nothing for granted. Working hard. Never messing around. Right? Grind things out. Harden, throughout his NBA career, has been obviously a tremendous offensive player, but he has not been a good defender. Has not shown much work ethic on the defensive end. Loves his time away from the floor. He's a guy who literally, during the playoffs, got on a plane and went to Vegas. Could you imagine... Any of those Heat players getting on a plane in the middle of the playoffs and no. going to Vegas? No. I That's just, a team that was perfectly at home and comfortable in the bubble because they just live, breathe, and eat basketball. So, you know, it, it doesn't seem like a personality fit. The dynamic doesn't quite fit to me with Miami. The Clippers, now, now we're talking. Load management, guys that aren't always super motivated. Harden is from the area. Uh, that uh, Clippers make a lot of sense to me. Put him with Kawhi and put him with Paul George. If you got to deal with injuries, you got three superstars who can score. So 
that makes a little bit more sense. New York makes less sense than the Clippers. I just don't see Harden and Jalen Brunson. I I don't understand that. It seems to me, Rami, that the Knicks have their guy in Jalen Brunson to run offense. Mm-hmm. He was terrific this year. He was good in the playoffs, even though the Knicks, you know, obviously bowed out. But uh, I would stick and stand by Jalen Brunson as my, you know, ball handler usage guy. Randall in the mix as well. So, interesting news. We'll keep an eye on it. We'll see whether or not Harden is traded over the next uh, 50 minutes or so. If not, obviously, we'll have all the news for you tomorrow. But the big news today is that Harden has opted in to the final year of his deal, and he will be traded and as a piece of that, I should mention this before we move forward with uh, some King stuff. Harden cannot sign an extension with the team he's traded to. Chris Mannix had that earlier mm-hmm. today. So this, this is a one-year trial this run. This is a one-year trial run. And he'll enter free agency at 35 next year. Which obviously really kills his value on the market, on the trade market. Because if you're a team and you're trading for one year of Harden, you're not going to give up as much if you're talking two years, three years, four years. That's just common sense. So there's no doubt that that will hurt how much Philly can ask for and reasonably expect to get back in return. And you already see the reports that Daryl Morey might wait. He might be patient until he gets the offer that he wants. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Something else I wanted to talk about. This is a different angle with the Kings. We haven't talked about this yet, Rami. But I was thinking about, you know, Keegan. I, I saw a tweet from our friend Tim Maxwell. He tweeted out this, you know, string of moves, this sequence of moves where, you know, if the, the Kings signed Kyle Kuzma and they could trade Keegan Murray and then bring in, you know, OG Ananobi. So you would have, uh, I think it was Fox, Herder, Ananobi, Kuzma, and, and Domas. Would you would you make that kind of a trade? Would you would you trade Keegan if you were going to be able to put together that starting five? I, I kind of have a different slant on it. And look, we all love Keegan. Disclaimer: We all love Keegan. I don't think it's likely he's dealt. I think he's going to be a king. But Rami, hypothetically speaking, having some fun on the eve of free agency, we're less than twenty two hours away from it officially beginning. Would you trade Keegan Murray if it guaranteed? Guaranteed the Kings a spot in the Western Conference Finals. Like I make a deal with the genie. Yes. Like okay, genie no. devil, one of those. I, if if the guarantee is is nothing beyond this one year and nothing beyond the Western Conference Finals, no. If you were telling me you uh, uh, an appearance in the finals in the NBA Finals, a chance to win a championship, maybe. If you were telling me you were going to be a contender for two or three or four years down the road with whatever trade this this is that that it might be that that make that that Keegan Murray is sent off in maybe but just for one year no because with Keegan Murray I see I see a guy who is as a rookie set the three-point record who yeah. is who is all NBA rookie team who right. who who I think three four years from now I think what Keegan Murray could be and what he could be a part of is is better and worth more to me than just a trade-off of one year in a Western Conference Finals appearance. I would be a no as well. The Ananobi contract has me a little skittish. The idea that Ananobi just changed agencies from clutch to CAA, 
makes me wonder. I, I have to imagine Ananobi's looking for the bag. And you want to already give Domas the bag. Fox is getting the bag. You want to pay Ananobi all that money, and then you got Kuzma. I, I just that's pretty much your team. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides that, like, I think you have a shot at the Western Conference Finals without trading Keegan Murray. If I could only be guaranteed a Western Conference Finals spot, I mean that's that's winning two rounds in the playoffs. You got into the playoffs last year as a three seed. I think you have a chance, depending on what you do tomorrow, depending on what you do the rest of this off season. If you grab the right upgrades here and you strengthen your roster, then you'll see uh, what happens. And right now we have some huge breaking news. So let's just stop everything. Oh. Cue the breaking news. When it breaks, we have it first. It's Sacktown Sports Breaking News. Adrian Wojnarowski reports that the Sacramento Kings have agreed on a new three-year contract extension with Harrison Barnes. Hmm. Wow. So Adrian Wojnarowski breaking the news on this Thursday. That's Woj? That is Woj. Okay. That Harrison Barnes has agreed to a three-year, $54 million contract extension with the Kings. Eighteen million a year. Because we've been talking, we've been. Stole my thunder, Cal. I just did that math in my head. We've been talking about Harrison Barnes for the last few days, and the idea was hmm. that the Kings were not speaking to uh, Harrison Barnes going back three weeks ago, um, and then all of a sudden this week, according to James Ham, things changed. All of a sudden. Um, things changed within the last few days. Talks were re-sparked. And talks were absolutely re-sparked. And we, we had talked about, okay, well, does does this mean that the Kings have, have kind of pivoted and gone, you know, a, a different path here? And they've decided to walk away from the Kyle Kuzmas of the world, the Draymond Greens of the world. Is that what's happening? And clearly, clearly... Something happened in the last couple of weeks that represented a shift because you weren't talking to Harrison Barnes three weeks ago. You hadn't been talking to Harrison Barnes for the last three weeks, two and a half weeks. And then on a dime, on a dime, we hear that uh, Monty McNair has all of a sudden reopened talks with Barnes. And now literally 36, 48 hours after that, we get this news. So Harrison Barnes has agreed to a three-year extension with the Kings. It's for $54 million. Mathematician Kyle has helped us out. That's $18 million per season. So it's an $18 million per deal. HB in the fold. Breaking this news here on Sacktown Sports on uh, Cattles and Rami. We're going to keep it right here, Kyle, and just extend this conversation. So, Rami, just your initial thoughts on this: three years, fifty-four million, eighteen million per for Harrison Barnes. It's it it's the right. It's about the price range that we thought Harrison Barnes would would go in, whether coming back to the Kings or going elsewhere. I've said I've said throughout, Nick, that while yes, a a big a big swing and bringing in an outside free agent is is appealing to me. I think that's always appealing as a fan. And when you're talking about the third seed in the Western Conference and being able to add significantly to that, 
it's intriguing and it's impe- and it's appealing. And I get if if Kings fans, if that's what they had their hearts set on, and and maybe this is a little bit disappointing. But I've 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 been okay with with this being a possibility. Hopefully, along with one or two other moves all along the way. Now the question is. What, if anything, are the one or two other moves that that Monty McNair has up his sleeve with the rest of the salary cap money that they have? Because adding Harrison Barnes and then adding some more depth or or adding somebody with the remainder of the cap space that they have that maybe pushes Barnes to the, to the bench, I think is 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 okay with me in terms of of what I was looking to get out of this off season. I just want to see improvement with this roster, and if that improvement is more at the bottom end of the roster and improving the depth and the versatility of the Kings rather than going out and getting that big swing guy, then I'm okay with that. I'm 100% okay with that. It's really interesting because, you know, this is pretty much the money that Barnes was playing for this past season. This past season, he was on the books for $18.3 million. So he didn't get a raise. He didn't lose any money. He's staying right where he was. So you're keeping his number right at 18 million. Now, this is not the big swing. That's my first thought. Right. This is not the big swing. And it probably takes the big swing out of the picture. If you if you wanted the big swing, uh you're going to have to get that big swing via a trade. So the first thing I would say is you can't judge every single move. You really can't judge any move in just a vacuum. We don't know what else is coming down the you know the plate here the pike because as i mentioned this yesterday rami i had said this yesterday if you tell me that harrison barnes comes back and you're upgrading on a kevin herter for example you can live with that right if you if you're bringing back hb and you're improving your your, your two guard back in the old school days you'd call him the two mm-hmm. if you're improving on uh kevin herter then it feels a little bit better. I think you need to upgrade. I've said that from the very beginning. You need to upgrade this team. And right now, as we stand right now, uh, this does not upgrade you. You, you. You've spent roughly now half of the cap space that you had. You had about $36 million in cap space. You just spent half of it on Harrison Barnes. Yep. Ultimately, the question is going to be, what do you spend the other $18 million on? Earlier today, after after sifting through all the stories that we've we've sifted through, I said earlier today that I could see Harrison Barnes returning and the Kings spending the other half of the money on somebody else. The question is, who is the somebody else? You also have to factor in the idea of the extension that's been talked about regarding Domas. If you extend Domas, that's $8 million. So you're then left with $10 million. So this is all, you know, Davion Mitchell an asset, the trade exception. We will not know the full picture. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world to bring back Harrison Barnes at the money that he was making last year. I wouldn't say that this is, you know, terrible in any kind of way. I also would say that it's not exciting. Right. It's not something that I, I'm like, it's not, yeah! it's not sexy. We know who Harrison is. Right. He's he's steady. He's steady. He's fine. He's not a contract that's going to kill you in a year from now. Uh, but you know who he is. 
And there's good and bad to that. He was awful in the playoffs this past year, as we all know. So this isn't something that I'm doing jumping jacks about. But again, that's in a vacuum. What else is going to happen here? We have no idea. Right. We Let's have, see what the total picture is before we necessarily yeah, we have no make clue. a judgment on this move. You know, we have absolutely no clue. If if HB is the biggest signing this offseason, it's a disappointment. It's it's underwhelming because you're running it back. So the running it back people, I'm sure, will love this move because there are there are plenty of people. There's a, there's a faction of Kings fans that have said, hey, run it back. 48 wins, third team in the Western Conference with Keegan Murray's development, another year under Mike Brown. You know, you bring in a couple of guys off the bench. If you can add Vizankov, we're fine with that. Mm-hmm. So the run it back people are fine with that. I have said from the very beginning since game seven against the Warriors, I think you've got to upgrade this team. And if you're telling me it's going to be HB, Lyles, and Vizankov, that to me is not enough. If Vizankov is the biggest new addition for this team, it's not enough to me. You have to do more than that. But I'm not going to tell you that this is a bad offseason or this is a bad signing because we don't know what else is going to happen. Right. If Monty goes out and he trades for somebody, then the entire landscape changes. The entire point of view changes. But if you're just grading this move, I'd probably give it like, I don't know, a B? If this is Harrison Barnes and... B minor? A Brooke Lopez... Or Harrison Barnes and a, uh, oh man, who I'm drawing a blank. Rock uh, from the Nuggets just helped them win a championship. Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. I'm. I think I'm okay with that, Nick. I think I'm all and and throw in Vazankov as well. This is a deeper, more complete, more versatile roster than what we were looking at a year ago. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, I mean, and that was you know when we started the show, we started on Harden. We got into some of the you know what do you believe stuff and nothing. And, and I, I believe nothing. I had said. Um, you know, I had, I had written down in my notes that my prediction, I tweeted this out earlier today. My prediction was Harrison Barnes and Bruce Brown. Is that what happens? I don't know. Now, if you tell me you bring Bruce Brown, you bring Vizenkov in, then I, I do think you're a better team. You're a better team. But if you were hoping for the big, you know, knockout punch, this is obviously not, not it. it. Right. You're not like if if you're gonna bring in Bruce Brown and Harrison Barnes and Vizankov, if you improve, it's probably incrementally. Mm-hmm. It's you know maybe you get to 52 wins, 53 wins if you stay healthy. In fairness, though, as we've talked about, you know, it, it's what is out there, and and, and what where, where would you possibly shift? Like what what would you possibly shift to? You know, if you're the Kings, what what are your options? I'll tell you this. I will take Harrison Barnes for $18 million a year over Kyle Kuzma for $27, 28000000 million. Yeah, I'd probably agree with you. I Harrison would, Barnes and whatever else they're going to do with that money. Right. And I, would yes. prob- and I would probably I would probably take Harrison Barnes at $18 million per over the John Collins contract. Probably. What was that, twenty five per? Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a little bit tougher. It's a little bit tougher to take that one, but I would probably lean towards Harrison. The other thing I would say, Rami, and I don't know how you feel about this, but the fact that it's a three-year deal. The fact that it's a three-year deal. I'm okay with that. Um, 
you know, it, it leads me to I'm okay with it. I don't love it as much. If this was like a two-year deal, I'd feel better about it. Three-year deal, again, I'd like it's to not see. A, it's not a contract that kills you. You could probably move off. That's of what it. I was just it's gonna not, say. I'd like to see how it's structured and how tradable it is in year three. You know, it's not it's not a murderous deal by any way, right? And by any means. So you know, as I just mentioned, and Dave Neal says there was no knockout punch that was out there. I mean, we don't know what's out there, but OG Ananobi doesn't seem like he's available. Pascal Siakam doesn't really make much sense. He makes too much money and. Again, Masai Ujiri is asking for everything in Toronto. So those guys are not likely. Jalen Brown's going to get the Supermax from the Celtics. He's not moving until at least next July if he moves. So who was out there? Draymond Green, we've talked about him. I didn't want him at the money especially. I don't think he's a fit. Never thought he was a fit from day one. Kyle Kuzma, I think he's going to make way too much money. I think he's going to be overpaid. I think, you know, as far as the upgrade goes, um, you know, overpaid. 100% if you're paying 26, 27, 28 million for Kyle Kuzma. So what, you know, what was realistic? And the more that you started to look and the more you started to think about this, and we talked about it at the beginning, you know, this is not hindsight 2020. We talked about it, you know, earlier today on the show. The more you thought about it, the more you thought, hey, HB coming back at reasonable money is probably the move. And to answer your question earlier, Rami, Track is saying it's a standard contract, so $16.6 million in the first year, $18 million second year, $19.3 million the last year. That's a deal you can move on from in your, by year three if yeah, you want to. Yeah, especially with the money. The, the, the money's going to go up. The, the TV deals and all of that, like mm-hmm. the, the money, the salary cap's going to go up. Bobby Marks adds this from ESPN. He says, Sacramento still has flexibility this offseason after the Barnes extension. Options include using $18 million in room and also bring back Trey Lyles. Option number two, a combination of renegotiating DeMontis Sabonis' contract, bringing back Lyles, use remaining room, and also the 7.7 room mid-level, or three, act as a team over the cap. I think it'll be one of the first two. So, again, if, if you tell me this is, and, and they've got they've got flexibility, we've talked about it, and that's why... I had said at the beginning of this show today that I, I could easily see Harrison Barnes coming back and then the Kings using some of that other cap space to do some other things along with the assets they have. They still have the trade exception. They still have all sorts of stuff, right? So, you know, they still have tons of flexibility. They've got $18 million in cap space. They've got a $12 million trade exception. They've got a $7.7 million room exception. They, they have all of that at their disposal still. So you wrap up Barnes, and they to keep it in its simplest form, Rami, you needed a starting power forward. Mm-hmm. Who was going to be that starting power forward? It wasn't going to be Draymond. It wasn't going to be Kuzma. Who was going to be that guy? Grant Williams? I would argue, you know, Grant Williams, if he makes $13, $14 million, I probably would have taken the swing at Grant Williams over HB, honestly. But we don't know. Maybe maybe Grant has a deal with somebody else. We have no idea. You had to fill that slot in your starting five. So it's not the most exciting thing in the world, but it's a reasonable contract. And you, you got him for three years, and you still have $18 million. You still have Davion Mitchell as a possible asset. You still have the trade exception. You still have the room exception. 
So let's see what else happens here. If you have Harrison Barnes come back, you add Vazankov, you add a Bruce Brown, you're better. Yeah. You're better. Let's see what else they do. Tomorrow should be fun. All right. Your thoughts. We've got uh, we've got your thoughts coming up on Harrison Barnes. He has re-signed with the Sacramento Kings. Adrian Wojnarowski with the breaking news about uh, 10, 15 minutes ago. It is a three-year, $54 million contract extension. That is uh, $18 million a year with the average annual value. Uh, still a lot to do this offseason for the Kings. Your thoughts on the deal itself. Maybe what is the next move? Uh, we'll get to you coming up. Also, we, we still have to get to a, a significant show announcement. We'll do that. We'll get to you. Kings reaction on Barnes. Our show announcement and more coming up next. Sacktown Sports. Headlines. I'm Simone with your Sacktown Sports headlines. Moments ago, ESPN reporting that Sacramento Kings forward Harrison Barnes, an integral cog of the franchise resurgence, has agreed to a three-year, $54 million contract extension. For more on the breaking news, here's Cattles and Rami. Live and local in the afternoon. They always keep you on edge. Cattles. And Rami. On Sacktown Sports. All right, so uh, the breaking news here on Sacktown Sports. Cattles and Rami on this Thursday. Harrison Barnes remains a Sacramento King. Adrian Wojnarowski reports it's a three-year, $54 million contract. Quick math. Boop, 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 boop. $18 million a year. Well Mike, Mike check. check. Well done. And uh, and now Mike we check. we Mike look. Check. Okay, that's that's good enough. Thank you. Did not need ten of them. Uh, and we don't need the music that much. Uh, so now we're looking at uh, eighteen million dollars left in cap space, Rami, to go along with the seven point seven million dollar room exception and the twelve million dollar or so trade exception. There are still moves to be made. Things are still going to happen. Uh, as a first, I don't want to say big step. But as a as a first significant step of this free agency period, I, I would say underwhelming. Right? Yeah. It's a reasonable deal. I have no problem with Harrison Barnes as a player. But I'm just I'm torn because it, it, it is underwhelming, but then when you look at the realistic options right now in free agency, if you're telling me Kyle Kuzma's making twenty eight million a year, I'd rather have H B. So it's it's not going to light the world on fire. Uh, we will get to you in a minute with all of your reaction. Again, I, I would give it like a, I don't know, a B minus. It, it's not a move that you feel like, oh, that's that's the, you know, that's the move that's, that's going to really make yeah, think, them a 55 win team. I think a B, B minus is fair. But was the move was the move right now to make them a 55 win team? Was that available to them? I don't know. I don't think adding Draymond Green makes you a 55-win team. I don't like the fit. I don't think Kyle Kuzma justifies the money. I don't think he's as big of an upgrade over HB as some people do. So I don't love that. But again, we've got to see what other players bring in. If you tell me Grant Williams makes $13 million a year and you could have saved $5 million and you could still have $22 million to spend and you have Grant Williams over HB, I think I'd rather have the $22 million in space in Grant Williams instead of having the $18 million in space in HB. But that's just me. It's all subjective. Right. This isn't, you know, 
what we have is we've got so far the status quo. And also, let's not forget this. Part of this conversation is that they traded the 24th pick in the draft to create some of this cap space. So, yes, you kept HB, but you lost the first-round pick. And I think the one thing that you you can take some some comfort in is, Nick, we talked about the possibility that they're left holding the bag. That if, if, you, if you decided to let Harrison Barnes go into free agency and explore his value on the market and he signed somewhere else, and then you don't get a Kyle Kuzma or a Draymond Green or whoever your big swing might be, you could be sitting there holding the bag empty-handed as far as adding to this roster or upgrading in any sort of way. With at at the very least, you now know that that you like you said, you have the status quo and maybe a little maybe even a little you could say a little better than the status quo if they are indeed bringing back Trey Lyles and Vizankov is coming over and you have another 8 million to work with. I like Harrison Barnes at 18 million more 18 than million more than I with. would Excuse like. Me. It's it's fine. More than I would like, you know, Kyle Kuzma at 26, 27, even 25. Fine with it. I'm fine with that part of it. What do you do with the rest of the money? You've got to justify trading that 24th pick to make it, you know, make sense. If that if that 24th pick was traded so you could fit in Harrison Barnes, Bruce Brown, and get a Domas extension, okay. Now that makes a little bit more sense. By the way, we do have a significant show announcement. Uh, we'll get to that. In a little bit, but we're not going to you know, move away from the Harrison Barnes talk for more than a minute or two. We'll do that in a little while, but I want to get to your reaction first before we get to that significant announcement. Uh, Michael Thomas, YouTube, youtube.com, Sacktown Sports 1140. This is exciting. Al Sun, YouTube, still enough cap space to sign legit depth. Yes, they still have $18 million of cap space left. And, and for those who might think this might be a sign and trade or something, part of this deal, according to Sam Amick, our friend at The Athletic, Barnes has a 10% trade kicker. That That's going to make it pretty difficult to trade right off, like right off the bat. I mean, you talk about an extra $2 million, 10% of $18 million. But still, th- there's there's a little bit of extra money there if you if you trade them. Uh, also, Rami found this. Sam Bassini says it's so interesting to teams so to see teams like Chicago with Vucevic and Sacramento with Barnes sign players to extensions prior to free agency that don't actually limit them in terms of being traded in the coming days. It's a new adjustment of the CBA, so you can sign HB right now. You could still trade him in the in the next few days. Sam Amick adds from the Athletic: the Harrison Barnes deal with the Kings has a ten percent. I literally just said that trade kick. Oh, you did say yes. that. I'm sorry. I'm 30 seconds ago. Trying to reading keep Sammy? Up, trying to keep up with stuff at the same time you are. It's fine. It's Sorry. Fine. Got distracted. It's okay. It's okay. I thought it was a follow-up on... Okay. Never mind. <laughs> it's all good. Everything's happening all at once. Everything's happening fast. Everything's going on here. Um, also, let's see. Uh, Dave Neal with a great point. It's something that I brought up. The idea of Kyle Kuzma. Rami, I mentioned this yesterday. One of the reasons why I did not like the Kyle Kuzma idea... Of many. I had many reasons why I didn't like the idea of Kuzma. Mostly his sweaters. Uh, nope, that's that's far from the truth, sir. But one of the reasons why was you could stunt the growth of Keegan Murray. Kyle Kuzma is going to want shots. If you pay him 25 to $28 million a year, he's going to want shots. He's going to want buckets. And if you want to try to give Keegan Murray the the prime golden opportunity to develop as a legitimate number two guy on your team then bringing Harrison Barnes back does that. Now you've got to lean on Keegan more. And if you think Keegan has a high ceiling, 
Monty drafted him fourth. He has to imagine you're going to imagine that he feels that way. Well, now Keegan doesn't have to worry about somebody jacking up shots like Kuzma and maybe getting in the way or or just stunting, stopping, whatever adjective you want to use regarding Keegan's development. And David Neal brings that up. He says, you know, Keegan will develop now, and that's a good thing. Others believe, Rami, that something else bigger is about to happen. TCG is back in the chat. Something big happened with the Kings. He's right back with us. Uh, TCG says, freeing up all that cap space just to sign HB, Vizenkov, and extend Domas with a few small pieces doesn't make sense. I believe Monty has something up his sleeve. I, I think there's another shooter drop. I don't know if it's Bruce Brown. I don't I know agree. if it's yeah, I don't know if it's a trade, but I don't think this is, hey, Harrison Barnes, that's what we needed to bring him back. Now we done. I don't think that's the case. No, I think there's more yet to happen. So that's why I said when we broke the news, our job is to is to, you know, give you our thoughts on on the deal and give you our opinions, which we're doing, but we also acknowledge that this isn't a vacuum. There's a lot of other things that can happen. Uh, Tyler Shaw says, where to trade the 24th pick for cap space just to run it back? I feel like something else is coming. I Has agree. Yeah. Mr. Jason916. Yeah, they still have a lot of that cap space that they freed up. That was the point. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Jason916, also on YouTube. Barnes is awful in the playoffs, doesn't play defense, is not a rebounder. Uh, the next three first-round exits. Again, let's be patient. What if I told you Harrison Barnes is actually the backup power forward? Yeah. What if I told you Harrison Barnes and Malik Monk are now your top two bench options? I like that. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Maybe HB is going to be a bench guy and Monty's got an even bigger name. We we, we don't know. All right, we'll get back to your Harrison Barnes talk and your reactions. Again, 916-339-1140 is the text line. The phone number is 1-800-920-1140. YouTube.com, Sacktown Sports 1140. We don't know what's going to happen in the Kings' future, but, Rami, we do know what's going to happen in this show's future. And uh, the significant announcement today is that I am leaving. Now, this is supposed to be the callback, and the callback is we look back at things. And so I I thought it made sense that the callback would be looking back at my time here at Sacktown Sports because tomorrow is going to be my final show. Now, let me say a couple of things here. Number one, I love this show. I loved working with Rami and Simone and JJ and Verlad. Uh, this is the most fun I've had on a show in my radio career. And that's I'm not saying that to make people feel good. I think all of you know by now mm-hmm. that uh, I'm pretty honest on the air. This is the most fun I've ever had in radio. I, I love the show. I love the station. And I, I love most of the staff. I would say all of the staff. I love most of the staff. And uh, and and I've uh, Sacramento's been great. It's been absolutely great. Uh, Kelly and I have loved our time here. Loved hanging out at the places we have found here. Love the weather. Love the vibe and all of that. I also want to thank the listeners for accepting me as an outsider. I know some of you didn't accept me, but if you still listened, we thank you. I know it's tough a guy from New England to be accepted. But I, I appreciate everybody, the people that have been here, you know, consistently in the YouTube channel, all that. I appreciate every single one of you. Uh, so ultimately, why am I leaving? I'm not leaving for a job, I'll tell you that. Uh, the fact is, is I have no job lined up, 0.0. Uh, I, I could be unemployed Nick for the next who knows how long. 
the reason I'm leaving is because of family reasons. Uh, it's been challenging, and I think people might have been able to put something together here where I just went missing for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's been some personal challenges, uh, some some you know tough things to deal with. I don't need to get into details about that, but from day one when I got here, there have been personal things that have happened, and I've just kind of kept pushing forward. And then really in the last month and a half, two months, it got to be a little bit overwhelming, and the timing of things has been crazy. So uh, a lot of serious stuff has happened, tough stuff has happened, and frankly, it's just, hey, we love here and we love the show and, and all of that, but we love our family more, and you know, we got to get back and take care of some things and can't really do that from 3,000 miles away. And so to have a support system to support family and all of that, uh, we, we need to get back. So it, it's I need to figure out my house if anybody's buying. <laughs> anybody anybody buying? Uh, I, I need to. The plan, He's at Nick C Radio if you're, uh, if you're on the market. The, the plan, you know, the plan was not to leave 18 months in. Trust me when I tell you when we decided to uh, – Buy a home in Roseville, so hopefully we can settle that. There is a there is a scenario where I'm not on the radio and don't have a job, but I'm still living in California for no who knows how long. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll sell the house. But uh, again, I, I loved my time here. It's it's a very difficult decision, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do for personal reasons, and this is one of those times. So I appreciate everybody, especially listeners, especially you guys, Rami, Simone, JJ. Verlad, um, Kyle and Nate, hate to say Kyle, but Kyle has helped out a little bit, <laughs> but, uh, it, it's, it's been fun. So tomorrow will be the final show. Well, thank you, buddy. And I, we're going to miss you. And I, we, we sort of talked about the fact that there was some unfinished business, so to speak, from a, a previous stop in my radio career where you auditioned to be my co-host, Nick. Yes. And it just the, the way the chips fell that you landed here and gave me a chance to audition to be your co-host. And we thought it would be and could be pretty damn good. And yeah. the reality is that it was. But uh, that being said, obviously 100%, and I've told you this from, from day one, that you told me this news, understand that, you know, family and, and things on the personal side – got to come first and and I can I can tell you firsthand it's it's hard to to deal with stuff like that and and be there for for your family and your loved ones when you're as far away as as we are yeah when when, when you move halfway across the country or all the way across the country to take this job so uh 100% get it but uh we're gonna miss you and uh and thank you for giving me a chance to to finish this unfinished business and uh Show folks how good this this combo could be because it was pretty damn good. Yeah, it's 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 been great, man. And if anybody you know conspiracy theorists, trust me when I tell you we've been very happy with the ratings because of all of you. We've done very well. The station is doing very well. It's not about that. Yep. It's it's it, this is not a business move. As this I said, about, I do not have a gig. <laughs> this, this is not a business move. This is about the fist fight Nick and I got into off the air. This is a uh, all this has to do with. This is a life move. Yeah. So. Difficult, but we'll do it. And uh, really, I think uh, it's the time to bring up Brad Dawson in the YouTube chat. He says, anyone want to talk Harrison Barnes? Yeah, we do. We'll talk more about that next. Cattles and Rami. Sactown Sports. Live and local in the afternoon. They always keep you on edge. Cattles and Rami. On Sactown Sports.
Just a quick little update here. I just announced last segment that uh, tomorrow will be my last show. If people are jumping into, like, YouTube and trying to figure out what, what's going on. <laughs> Why are you leaving, man? What's going on? Joe Jarose cracking jokes as usual. Love Joe Jarose. Um, People telling me that I need to come back quickly because uh, the Kings got the uh, playoff drought done with. Of course, that's Makaloff magic. I was going to say, now they're giving you credit for that. <laughs> But anyway, uh, I, I don't want to drag it on. I, I, I truly don't, but I just wanted to let people know, and I'll, I'll mention it a couple times tomorrow, but it's it's family stuff. It's uh, personal reasons, a lot of stuff happening, especially the last two months. I got to get back to the East Coast with the wife and uh, looking for a job, and I'm looking to sell my home. So if anybody can help me with that, the job would have to be remote, of course, but if anybody wants to help. All right, let's get back to the Harrison Barnes stuff, Rami. The uh, breaking news this hour, big news, big, big, big news for the Kings. Um, Harrison Barnes is returning. It's a three-year, $54 million contract extension and uh, $18 million per year. So uh, I-, I would say I've graded it a B-. minus. What would you grade it, Rami? Yeah, probably right around About B, a B-, minus. B-, somewhere in there, yeah. Let's go to Tim. Tim wants to talk about Harrison Barnes. Tim's on the phones. What's up, Tim? Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, sorry to hear you leave. Thank you, Tim. Um, Appreciate it, man. You've been great, great, great for the show. Thank um, you. I, I, hate, I hate the move. Um, we do not get better. Um, the third year doesn't make sense at all. I, I, I just don't get this move at all. Six points in a game for eighteen million uh, in the playoffs. Uh, like, I don't get it. But it's a look. It's a, we, we would have been better off not spending money. Tim, it's a, it's. I mean, it's a fair look. It's it's a fair criticism. Again, this is not a move that's going to make people excited. It's just not. It's it's status quo for right now. I think you know we we got we have to inevitably judge the off season when you know all the pieces are together. But in, in the in the vacuum in the moment. We have the right to be disappointed. We have the right to grade this a B minus, a C plus, whatever you want to grade it. You have the right to do that. Um, but as I mentioned last segment, Rami, you know how you know how different how different is this? Let's say if you have HB coming off the bench next year, you know if if HB is your bench guy, that's different. What there's just so many things that you can do. He brought up the playoff track record, and that is we've when we've talked about the possibility of bringing back Harrison Barnes. That is the one thing that that sort of scares me the most. Nick is that, and we're not talking about a small sample size. Going back to his days with the Warriors, we have a pretty sizable uh, sample size right now, and it says that for whatever reason, Harrison Barnes does not step up in the playoffs. That that does confirm me that you're going to run run that back again. But again, if there are upgrades. And maybe you're depending on Harrison Barnes a little less come the postseason elsewhere on the roster. Then, then I'll be okay with it. We, we, I'll say it again. We need to see what the whole picture looks like when this is all said and done. Can't can't blame fans for not being completely overwhelmed, right? And and not like, oh man, I get it, I get it. But this is a contract that's not. I don't think that's going to keep you. Um, you know, from from making moves in the future. I don't think this is a contract that's going to handcuff you in any way badly. But we we know who Barnes is. We know who Barnes is, we, for, for better or worse. We know who Harrison Barnes is. You know what you're getting. $18 million is reasonable. 
Not a bad contract. It's reasonable. Does Keegan take the next step? Like, if, if HB, Rami, if HB is like your, your fourth or fifth option, again, it's, if Keegan takes that next step, then th- this, this makes more sense. Mm-hmm. If you go out and you get somebody like a Bruce Brown or you, get out, you go out and you get, again, they've got $18 million in cap space. What do you do with that money that is left over? You're not going to just sit there, I don't think. By the way, I want to get this in. All guests come to you from the Folsom Lake Honda Hotline. Can't forget that. So you go out there, you get Bruce Brown. Honda shop. <laughs> you go out there, you get Bruce Brown. You go out there and add somebody. You go out there and trade for somebody. In the grand scheme of things, what's it look like? That's ultimately what this offseason is going to be judged by. But yes, in a vacuum, just bringing back Harrison Barnes, it's underwhelming. It's underwhelming, and it's... You know, disappointing, I'm sure, for some. They'll Just come how around. it's going to be. They'll come around. I, I really believe that. Once they see the whole picture, and even if it's not, even if that doesn't knock their socks off, I think once you see how it all comes together when, when, it, when it's all on the court, I, you'll, you'll come around. You'll see what, what Monty McNair is working on here. If, if it's good. <laughs> I think it'll be good. You know, I mean, there, it, there's got to be more. Like we said, if the answer is like two more bench pieces who are just kind of like if you bring back Trey Lyles and if you're going to if you're going to bring back Trey Lyles, that's another seven million. So mm-hmm. now you're left with 11, uh, 11 million in cap space. So if you bring back Trey Lyles and another seven, eight million dollar, a backup big for seven or eight million bucks and you bring in Vizenkov, I don't think you improved uh, like by by any kind of you know significant ma- you know in any kind of significant manner unless you have the Keegan development and if you have the Keegan development we might be talking but as is if that if those are the moves if it's Lyles Vizankov Harrison Barnes and some other guy that's going to make six million no, I have faith there's going to be another move tomorrow thirty six million like. in cap space you go that was what that's that that's what that was I think there's going to be a move tomorrow we like. It's not even going to take that that long. I have hope. Keep hope alive. Everybody enjoy the rest of your night. Big time breaking news here. Uh, Harrison Barnes remains a Sacramento King. Three years, $54 million. Tomorrow, NBA free agency. It's going to be a crazy one. Thanks to Kyle. Thanks to Simone. Fantastic stuff. Rami, thank you. Thank you. For, for one last time, we'll do it again tomorrow. Cattles and Rami, Sacktown Sports. On the subject, you sure? Get, you know we got your back like chiropractic. If that do you dirty, we'll wipe her out as in detergent. Now hurry, hurry, go on to the altar. I know you ain't a, but remember what I taught you. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart, hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart, man, these girls are smart. Three stacks, these girls are smart. Play your part, play your part. Keep the king's name out your mouth.